Yo, 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 what's poppin'? It's your boy EJ, a.k.a. Sir Evangeline Joseph, a.k.a. The Bully, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Ten Feet, a.k.a. Uh, 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 Stubby Fingers. Mm. And this That's your- all I got for right now. <laughs> That's all I got. This your boy Wayne Willmatic, Willmatic Beats, Mr. EP on the way, Woo! Mr. Album on the way. Woo! <laughs> Mr. Beat Tape on the way. Okay. <laughs> Mr. That's... Beat Beat Tape out right now. <laughs> exactly. And all that stuff still a maybe. Hey man, <laughs> hey, man. we got. Hey. That ain't on, even man. about us right now, though. No. We got another special guest in the building. Man, I, I, I'm. It's she an icon. I mean, she an icon, bro. <laughs> like that's that's all I'm gonna say. Hey, I'm not even gonna go into all the extras because that fits it perfectly. That. that... That sums it up right that there. That sums it up right there. Miss <laughs> Tuesday motherfucking Martin is here. What's Clap poppin'? Clap it up, man. Clap it up. Hey. Uh, I, I was about to say all these motherfuckers in this ain't nobody clapping. Oh, <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. What about you? Hey, man. Bless, bro. You know how it is, man. Just out here trying to... Keep on improving, man. Getting better. Hey, man. That's that's. I agree. That's a gem within itself. <laughs> the the episode is starting off lovely, um, but let's get down to business, um, and jump right into it. It's a question that we ask all of our guests, mm-hmm. and the re- and it's a reason being, where are you from? Columbus. I'm from here, Columbus, Georgia. Good old seven oh six. Yes. Born and raised. That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> reason why we ask, reason why we ask everybody is because like like I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. um, as far as like artistry and you know entrepreneurs, especially in our uh, generation, mm-hmm. um, and before, Columbus isn't really on the map. Yeah. So it should be. You know one one way that people can bring it to you know to be on the map. Other than like people like you know YSN, Trap, and right. Solid them, as far as them rapping, they can come on this platform and tell their story. All right, tell their story, drop a few gems here and there. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, pretty much do them. Right, for sure. And let the people, you know, how, uh, see what they do. All right, right. Just get an insight. Shine a new light. Absolutely. Um, you're a CEO. Big boss. Big boss. (laughs) Yeah. What do you do for all the listeners out there? I am a full-time hairstylist. Um, I specialize in locks, uh, natural hair, color. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. You do it all? Yeah. I mean, not all, but everything really within natural hair. Yeah. But mainly, I focus on locks. Yeah. So you braid the shit out of somebody here. Oh, yeah, and braids. I do dab into braids every now and then, but I wouldn't say it's, like, my specialty, but mm-hmm. it's definitely something I'm, like, good at, I guess you can say. Right. Um, When did you get your start? When did you when did you fall in love with this, uh, with your craft? My craft? Uh, I guess, like, when I first went natural, I would say, like, back in high school, because right. um, my mom, she did my hair all the way up into high school. Um, yeah, I was actually the last of my sisters to start doing my own hair. Mm-hmm. So when I started, um, when I went to cosmetology school, everybody right. was surprised. Like, like you're not touching my hair because <laughs> I'm not, that wasn't, like, my thing. But I guess just doing, like, my own hair 
and then I would like start doing my cousin hair. Mm-hmm. Um, then later on, like my mom. Really, the more like when I went when I enrolled in cosmetology school, that's What's when you I went to? Uh, Virginia College. Okay. Yeah, it's actually closed, it's closed now. Right? I think. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, but it was a really good school um, at the time. Like the the um, what you call it? The instructors, mm-hmm. like they was cool. Um, but yeah, that's really when I went into cosmetology school. That was when I really got into doing hair more, like, cause it really wasn't something I just did, like, since I was little. Like, I really started when I was nineteen, like, so. Damn. It hasn't been that long. I mean, I'm 24 now, but yeah. You you started doing hair at 19, mm-hmm. right? You're yeah. 24 now, mm-hmm. and you this far. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, I be. I feel the same way sometimes. Like, dang, this Man, you really... You sound like a rapper. That's what you sound like. Right. <laughs> like no, for real. But, yeah, I would say that's when I guess I fell in love with it. I started out doing just, like, um, silk presses. Well, I started out doing everything. Um, braids. Like, I was braiding down for uh, this one lady I used to work for here. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to braid down for her. Then eventually, once I felt comfortable enough, I uh, started taking like my own clients. Right. And then from there, I was just doing like everything: sew-ins, braids, crochet. Um, and I was doing locks like a little bit, but not like as much. Then I moved to Atlanta, and that's when I started doing locks even more because I guess it's just way more people, you know, right. with locks there. So that's when it really like kind of kicked off from there so what was your favorite thing to do back then definitely silk presses presses. that was yeah that was that was my thing like and just specializing in natural hair in general was like a plus because Mm -hmm. like you know most people most hairstylists are into like weaves and and it's like that was never like really my thing i did it but i really (laughs) did i really didn't like it at all and it's kind of showed like in my work you know it wasn't like terrible but you can tell when I liked what I did, and it was just something I did because I could do it. So, right. Yeah. You think it's um. What is your What does your heritage mean to you? My heritage. Right. As far as your African American heritage, is that is that why you have a strong passion for just natural hair and not so much for the weave? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think that's just. I guess because my own personal self, like, I was, I, I did wear um, weaves at one point, but I never, it I just never, like, was, like, a weave person. Like, I just love wearing weave. You know what I'm saying? Like, Some folks, anytime, they, they, they yeah, right. like, anytime I wore weave, um, it was just very rare, and it wasn't for long because I hated the way it would make my hair feel. So, I think just my own personal, I guess, um, experience with it made me love it, and the healthiness of mm-hmm. it, I guess. That's where it comes from too. Um, natural hair, your hair is so much healthier when it's natural and with as less chemicals as possible. So I guess I would say it comes from the healthy part of it. Cause right. I mean, you can do weaves and stuff and your hair still be healthy, but eh, it has to be done properly. It's yeah. like a lot more into it for it to actually not be uh, damaging to your hair. Right. What, um, did you go natural? Like you, were were you always natural, or did with what age were you when you went natural, and um, what was that transition like? I went. I wasn't always natural. My mom, me and my sisters both, we got uh, relaxers like when we was young, maybe like elementary school, mm-hmm. and then I want to say 
maybe like my sophomore year in high school. I think that's when I started going natural. And then definitely by, probably by my uh, senior year, I was like fully natural. Um, the transition, um, I mean, it wasn't like hard until like the end because I didn't like because you know most people like cut their hair off well most women they'll just cut it off right. start from top like I didn't do that like I just let it grow out like mm-hmm. let the relaxer grow out until I probably had like this much uh, of like relaxer still on there like where it was straight and I just like end up just cutting it and mm-hmm. just letting it just you know what I'm saying do it's own natural thing but it wasn't hard necessarily transitioning natural hair is more high maintenance right. than it is um, being relaxed because it's like trial and error because you got to go through like see what products work for you mm-hmm. what product work, work for this person may not work for this person so that part can get like you know kind of difficult trying to see what works for your specific hair type because <clears throat> um as far as like hair well your hair um when you going through the process of trial and error mm-hmm. does is it one of them type things where you one thing works and you just stick to it or does it ever go, get to a point where this doesn't this doesn't work anymore yeah it can get to that point because i mean of course like as we get older and stuff too out here and stuff changes so it could be a situation like that um also like people change like their formulas mm-hmm. over time too so it could be the product may change so therefore it may stop it may not work the same as it did before on your hair so that's why it's always like trial and error, I would say, when it comes to like natural hair. Not with locks though. Locks are kind of just straight Science. to the point to be honest. Yeah, you don't, it's, it's real low maintenance. Like you just need a good oil and really you can just go from there. Like shampoo it once a month. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really need all the things you need for locks versus with like loose natural hair. Gotcha. All right. I know you, um, you know, you went to cosmetology school. Um, how often do you have to learn new techniques or uh, learn new techniques, or do you kind of stick with the same ones you learn? Mm, I guess I always try to keep like advancing, right. um, and I just do that just by simply maybe I'm just scrolling on Instagram and I follow like other lock stylers that are like bigger than me. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably take something from them like, oh, that's you know that's neat how they do that, and I'll try right. it. Um, I haven't actually taken like any classes or anything, but. Sometimes, um, I'll even, yeah, I am, (laughs) or I even critique myself and I'll go back and look at stuff or the way I do certain things like, oh, maybe if I twist it this way, this will make it hold better. You know what I'm saying? So I guess just staying open to growing and, you know what I'm saying? Being better. Like, although it's good, it can always be even better than that. Cause I'll look at old pictures. I'd be like, dang, (laughs) at one point that that was like fire and yeah. now I look back now right. it's like uh, do you try those on a, on a client or you try it like on a friend first <laughs> no I don't try it on my client oh. <laughs> try on <the> client <laughs> cause it's like I know what I'm doing yeah. right. you know what I'm saying so worst case scenario I would just like not continue to do it you know what I'm saying it, I'm, right. it won't be nothing like drastic to where it'll in a, you know it'll uh, mess up the client hair or anything like right. that mm-hmm. but you know that's that's how you practice right when was the moment that you was doing hair back in, you know, when you was 19, 18, or whenever you started actually mm-hmm. doing other folks' hair that you was like, damn, I could really get paid for this? Ooh, um, 
That's a good question. That I just felt like, like I seen my work and I was like, yeah, I can make some money. Like, next person head I do right now. <laughs> uh, I need that bag. Well, I guess like before I even started, before I even considered going to cosmetology, um, I was actually into photography. And my mom, mm. yeah, she was like, she was the one that she was like, well, maybe you should look into something that you know you could actually make some money from because you know with photography which you can make money with photography but it may take a little bit longer um so i was like okay because i was always into uh cosmetology too like hair like i would have photo shoots and i'll do their hair makeup and all that and so um so then i started focusing strictly on that so i guess my goal in the beginning was to always um i can make some money by doing this so I, I guess like when I was actually working like in the school salon and we would take clients mm-hmm. and then I would be good and I would have people like tip me and I was like, okay, like this is good. If I'm getting tipped while I'm in school, like I can really be even bigger and do even more like when I'm finished. So I guess maybe at that point. So what was that? What was it like when you, you know, did y'all have like a graduation and stuff? Like, yeah, it was, it wasn't like a big because you know it's a like a program like school. Right. So it's not like a, a university. So we did have a graduation, but it wasn't just it wasn't just big or right. something like more intimate, I guess. Like when you when you graduated and you got your your certificate or diploma or whatever, and now you're out in the real world. Mm-hmm. Uh, how was how was that like? Could you get a job right away? Were you plugged in somewhere? Um, after because after you graduate, like you gotta take state boards. So after I graduated, uh, I scheduled for my state board, took state board. I passed my practice. You take a practical and you take a written. Um, okay. so I passed both. And once you pass both, that's basically when you become actual actually licensed. Like you mm-hmm. don't become licensed like right after you graduate. I ain't know. Um, I yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought <laughs> like I'm gonna be a like, stylist when I finish. But yeah, you have to like pass state board. Um, so once I passed state board, I think I pretty much just started looking for salons, mm-hmm. and I worked in my first salon. I want to say it was like 2015 because that's when I graduated from uh, cosmetology school mm-hmm. in 2015. So I I don't even remember how I found that salon to be honest. I might have just looked it up, I think. Um, like, do you have to, like, apply? Like, is it, like, one of those um, It's kind of, like, with that one, like, with some, they'll require you to maybe, like, do an actual service, mm-hmm. and they see your work. Um, and I guess if you have, like, a portfolio. So you always, I would, um, I think for the first one, I actually bought, like, my Instagram, because I was always on Instagram, like, posting mm-hmm. whenever I would, like, do silk press, color, whatever. So I think when I came to her for the position, um, I just showed her, like, my work. And then from there, you meet, talk, and, I mean, you pretty much start. And I started on commission, which is basically, like, where it's supposed to be, I want to say it's 60-40, I think. But where, like, the stylist get 60 and the uh, the salon owner get 40% of mm-hmm. each client. Right. I not like that, though, but I started off, like, 50-50, I think. Damn. Yeah, that first salon was tough, but it was all like learning experience though. I will say that with that salon, um, that I was pretty much just like braiding for real, kind of mm-hmm. like I would take my own clients, but it was very <laughs> like I wasn't making no money for real. It's so crazy because I remember like um, one week I think I made like forty dollars, 
And I was yeah. happy because wow. I was like, I felt good. You know what I'm right. saying? Because I'm like, ooh, yeah. Because like, I'm just starting out. like, And right. I'm 19. Like, I'm young. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not paying no real bills for real. Like, I'm still yeah. living with my parents. The most I pay for is like my gas. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I wasn't tripping. But, yeah, that's what that was like in the beginning. Up until that point when you were searching for that that first salon, I'm sure you were probably hustling, doing hair on the side. Yeah, right. right. I would go to people's houses, and my mom would refer people to me. Mm-hmm, right. um, I was pretty much doing that up until I um, worked in the first salon. And then after that salon, I worked in um, my second one. I worked there for like a whole year. Um, and that's when I was like doing everything like crochet. Because right. um, I started out assisting her was just doing the owner's, um, like, braid downs and stuff like that. And then um, some things happen, and I end up, like, taking her clients. So, yeah, so then, um, not, like, in a bad way, but, you know. Uh-huh, I was about to say, I thought you was, <laughs> no, like, she on had, somebody else's that's clock. How, that's <laughs> how, that's <laughs> how, that's <laughs> how no, it sounded, no, like. No, no, like, 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 yeah, you know, no, like, yeah, she yeah, had some I took all her clients. <laughs> you know what? No, I think she a little oh, better that sounds so bad, like, she hit it, she's like, you take a lot of clients. Like, no, she had some personal things that happen. Um, to where we at the salon had to step in right. and take care of her clients for her. So with that happening, um, that kind of I had to step it up even more because I was like I wasn't just like no assistant. Like I was taking clients, like doing them myself. Right. And so, um, yeah. And then from there, I stayed there for like a year. And then from there, I moved to and I was working at Applebee's too when I was there. Um. And then, so you had, so you, yeah, you, I did. So yeah, my first job was like McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's? Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> it was the worst. Look, I'm sick, like, because I've only known you since, you yeah. know, what, whatever. Yeah, right. But so all I know you for was, you know, you doing Just hair. hair so yeah. I'm, you know, in I my think mind. I a lot of people know that. I definitely worked at, I worked at McDonald's. I worked there for like eight months. Oh, it was so terrible. Like, that was the worst job ever. Like, I remember this man coming through the line, and he was like, yeah, this isn't for you. I was like, good, because I'm in cosmetology school. Like, I'm not trying to be here. That nigga like, pop her shit. Like, what? Bitch, I do hell. Yeah, for real, though. Like, my hair was purple. I was working at McDonald's. But, yeah, I worked there, and then while I was at the second salon, um, I was working at Applebee's mm-hmm. up until, basically, it came down to, like, okay, which one you going to give your time to? So, I had to make a decision. Like, and I was, it was kind of risky because... Well, entrepreneur, like, you don't know. You don't know if you're going to have a slow week or a fast week. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's kind of just in the air. It's on you versus, like, of course, an hourly job. You guaranteed to get that check, like, yeah. every two weeks or whatever. So it was a decision I had to make. And my heart was more into this. I was like, all right. Cause because it was, like, Applebee's was, like, taking me away from the shop because I would have to be at Applebee's at this time. Mm-hmm. So then I don't have as much time to take clients. So it's like, all right, I, I'm going to have to let it go, which it definitely worked out, of course. But Growing up, like, was your parents entrepreneurs? Yeah, well, my um, my dad was, my stepdad was. Um, he had his own barbershop. Um, okay. My mom, she wasn't an entrepreneur. Um, she worked, where my mom worked? She worked at like Walmart. She worked at the uh, what you call it, the photo center. Mm-hmm. She worked in a uh, she was like an accountant for um, what's the other place like Walmart? Sam's. Sam's. Yeah, Sam's. So she did like real like I don't know what type of work you call it, but 
she wasn't like on her own doing it, but she, she was almost like contract kinda. Uh, I wouldn't say contract. Oh. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just know she went to Walmart yeah. every day, and right. then she went to Sam's every day, and she did like different stuff within there. Like she was in a she had, she was in like a pretty good position at Sam's though, but. Sam is, is trash. So. Hey man, yeah. <laughs> but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, she good now though. That's all that matters. Like that worked out for her. So, so where did you get your like your inspiration and influence from? Oh, inspiration and influence. Um, like just when it comes to wanting to be a hairstylist, like. And, you know, because some people have aspirations. Like, if you a rapper, you know, your Oh, your like, favorite, like you look up to, like, somebody? Yeah, like, somebody who you, you know, grew up or was, was I know you said, was hair, you said that earlier that being a hairstylist wasn't the goal at yeah, one point. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. So, what was that, what was that one goal then that you wanted to be when you, when you grew up? Oh, it, like, really flipped so many times. But the, I want to say the last, like, the very last, like, up until, like, um, me about to graduate that mm. was definitely like photography I was really into photography like that's something that I really love to do um, do like you I said, pick I was it up? Um, I mean I can I do it a little bit because and that's what um, I guess what made me feel more comfortable going into the cosmetology side because I'm like well I can still incorporate photography within hair because I have to take pictures of my work right. mm. so that's pretty much the most I'll say I'll do with it killing two as, birds with one stone yeah Right. How long did it take you to to figure out your self worth? Like when it comes to uh, setting your prices. Mm. Um, for yeah, your that work? was tough. It was definitely tough in the beginning because it's like in the beginning you're so eager to have clients in general, so you willing to like really play yourself and downplay yourself. Um, mm, I would say it took me a couple of years to be honest. Which is why now I be trying to like motivate people like nah charge what you feel like you're worth you know what I'm saying and whoever see that too they're gonna pay it because in the beginning I remember like when I first started um, retwisting lives I was literally charging like twenty dollars <laughs> like twenty dollars which I guess at that time because I didn't know much about it I guess that's uh, understandable but that's still crazy low like twenty dollars really but. Yeah. I mean, I was just starting out. So it's like, in the beginning, it's important to just build that clientele and build your portfolio up so that when you do charge whatever you want to charge, you you have something to back that up. Like, this is what I do. Like, this is my work. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it took me some years, to be honest. Um, I would say within the last... I mean, of course, I knew my worth before this, but it's like now, like, especially with working around like other people and then seeing other people and how they make their prices and seeing their work. I'm looking at my work. I'm looking at their work, looking at their prices, looking at my prices. I'm like, nah, like something. Yeah, something. Yeah. All right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then somebody told me that like, if you have, if you see yourself and you have like a lot of clients, then your prices, they too low. You need to, mm. yeah. It's something you, it's, yeah, you're not, doing something right well that's a gym but it makes sense though you know what I'm saying because right. a lot of times people like people come to you for your work but some people only come to you because you're either like convenient you're close or you're cheap you know right. what I'm saying and 
I see that myself when I go up on my prices and I have some people that question it. You know what I'm saying? So it just, it let me know like what you are coming to me for, it, mm-hmm. you know? How do you so. go about that when somebody like try to lowball you or try to get the deals or? In the beginning, it was tough. Like back when I was like on Facebook, like in like uh, lock groups and stuff like that. Because people that are in those things, they are kind of looking for people that are cheap. So whenever I put my prices up, it's like, oh, $80 for a retwist or this much for a retwist. But it's like, that's what it is. But in the beginning, I would try to like reason with people just because I guess maybe I wanted just wanted the money or in the client. So mm-hmm. I would. But now it's like, nah, because I know, like you said, like I know my worth now yeah. for sure, like more than ever. So I know if I'm charging you something, you're going to get what you're paying for for sure like so when it comes to that i now i don't even acknowledge you <laughs> like i had somebody like message me on my website was like um oh you don't uh what did she say she said something because i don't include my, my deposit isn't included like in the service which mm. that's not an abnormal thing a lot of businesses does that do right. that and so um she's like you know what kind of business don't you know include the thing the deposit I didn't respond because why are you asking me? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is my business. Like, you don't go to Nike or you don't go to, you know what I'm saying, your phone company and ask them why. No, you pay it. Like, and if they go up on the price and you need it, you're going to buy it. You know what I'm saying? For sure. It's the same concept, but people don't have, like, that same respect for, like, small businesses as they do for, like, bigger, like, corporations and stuff like that. Being an entrepreneur and, you know, going through that, going through that, um, do you question prices now or do you kind of like, um, if you ain't got it at the moment, just be like, okay, I ain't got it, but I'm gonna come back to it. What you mean? Like, do I question it? Like, like for an example, if I go to, uh, Wayne, uh-huh. Wayne, no, you, if I go to you and I got, I, I want my dreads to be retwisted, uh-huh. I'm not going to question you reason why I'm not going to question you is because I know you know your worth. Yeah, for sure. And just me being a business owner, you being a business owner, I'm not going to question no type of prices. Whatever your prices are, that's your prices. Yeah, that's what it is. So do you go to other places and cuz what I've see what I, what I see people um do Oh, you mean like when I go other places, do I question question mm-hmm. their prices? No. And if I feel like it's if I feel like it's too high, I just won't go to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that's common sense. Like that's like if you go to a restaurant, you about to buy a meal. If the bill is, I mean, if the meal costs ten dollars and you don't think it's worth ten dollars, like because you just get a sandwich and some chips, mm-hmm. you're not gonna pay it. You're not gonna go up to them and be like, why y'all charging ten dollars for some chips? Well, I'm not gonna do that because that's their price. Like that's what you do. Like yeah. it probably seemed crazy to me, but I'm not gonna question it. I'm just not gonna do business with you right because you gotta understand too like nah I'm not saying you yeah you might not why they charge you know what I'm saying they may got the best bread or something like somebody else gonna pay yeah that's what I'm saying for real and tip you on top of that so like that's why that's something else I learned is just nah cause someone somebody's gonna pay it you know what I'm saying especially as long as and that's another thing I realized like as long as you are giving people what they're paying for they have no problem with paying you whatever it is you That's just gotta make sure you you get it's it's 50 50 you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like no one is doing the other favor i need you you need me like you need good service i need money and the clients so right absolutely um do you do hair now or even back then as a stress reliever 
Uh, I don't think it's, it has become that. Like, I didn't know it when I first started, but until um, when we went in quarantine, mm-hmm. I think that's when it really came. I was like, I haven't did hair in like 30 days. <laughs> so it felt weird because this is something like that has become a part of me. So mm-hmm. uh, whenever I am doing it, it's kind of therapeutic. It's like a an artist that's painting. Like when they doing that, they in their zone, like they feeling good. And it's the same thing for me and hair because it's something I actually love to do versus I'm coming, you know what I'm saying? Just to a job, just to, just to do it. Like this is something I love, like something mm-hmm. I'm, passionate about you know right so you feel like the pandemic has do you feel like the pandemic has made you fall back in love like maybe you always was in love with your craft yeah, but, but it was definitely like oh like this is it for real like right. i told you like in the beginning i was sad like when we had to close down i was so sad i was like what and it wasn't even about the money i promise it wasn't about the money at all it's just like what am i supposed to do like mm-hmm. you know but that's when i had to like you know, step back and be like, well, no, this, 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 this is a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all about how you look at it. If you look at it from, you know, uh, this negative point of view, then that's what it will be. But I chose not to look at it like that. Oh well, I don't have no. My everything is good. Like I got um, a lot of my uh, like insurance and stuff. I was able to like, you know, push it back until when I do start back. So it's like, I didn't have no complaints. I was alive and healthy. So I'm just gonna enjoy this time. And right. that's literally what I did. Like so. But it definitely did make me realize, like, okay, yeah, this... Because when I came back, I was like, yeah, it's, like, go time. Like, because I've been out for a whole month now. So... Damn. That was a... That was a... Right. Lot. So, like, with... How did you maneuver through the pandemic? Um, Like, during, like, just quarantine time? Mm-hmm. Like, or? quarantine time and, like, um, even now. Yeah. Because some people, you know, they quarantine, they making more money. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's what I try to tell people. Like, yeah, it's bad what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But there's also some pros to it as well, um, especially for small businesses. Um, and the, well, during quarantine, it, I just pretty much just took advantage. I was just planning, living, working out because I can't. that's something I can't do as often as I would want to, like when I'm um, in the salon. Mm. So I was just really taking advantage of the time. And then once I came back, I was just working, like, just full-time, like, you know what I'm saying, just going. So, um, honestly, after we came back in April, like, that was the most, like, I received so many new clients. Like, Mm. it's crazy because even some people, I guess because some people old stylists, like, either weren't working or they moved. And there was also a lot of people that moved to Atlanta around that time because of, like, from New York. Uh, and like other places like it was still up north. Like open. yeah exactly like in all the other places they was like like New Jersey um I got clients from like all over and it's like it was crazy so I'm like dang like cause all my clients I got had just moved to like that area like the Snellville mm-hmm. area so yeah I mean it worked out and now um it's pretty much the same like I'm I'm gaining like new clients like every day and I'm getting people like inquiries every day which is right. why now I'm trying to like train other people <laughs> so I can give them to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so, cause I mean, it's only me. Mm-hmm. I can't do everybody, get to everybody. So I don't have a problem with sharing the wealth. Right. Um, as far as like, so do you still work in a, in a shop mm-hmm. up, up there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Snellville. Um, right do, you, do, do you plan on getting your own? 
Yeah, I do. Um, it's crazy because I used to, I had a client when I was in Columbus. Um, she told me that one time. She was like, you're going to have your own shop. And I was like, nah, I don't want my own shop. Like, Why not? At, at the time, time, yeah, at the time, because it's just a lot to come with it. And at that time, like, I saw what came with it, and I'm just like, nah, it's no way. And now it's like, yes, I got to have my own shop. Like, because, <laughs> like, but I guess I had to gain, like, that experience and just with working in different shops. Because right. when you work in different shops, you see what you like, what you don't like. So then you come to a point. Well, if you if you have that type of mindset, you come to a point to where you're like, okay, yeah, so this what I need. I got I'm gonna do this. I'm not gonna do this. Mm-hmm. You know, but yep, I definitely plan to have my own. Um right now I just got a new salon loft. So I'm excited about that. That's kinda like my first step to owning my own because it's not my own building, but it's like my own space inside yeah. of a bigger building, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's right. like the first step. So we'll see how this go. Probably rent for like a year, um, or however long, you know, and from there, I would say definitely look into getting like my own building mm-hmm. for right. sure. You talked about uh, <laughs> gaining new clients every day. How do you go about building those personal relationships to retain those clients? Yeah, uh, I guess for me is a little natural um, because I've <laughs> it's not crazy because I did it for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I try to think about like myself and when I go to other businesses, like how I want to be treated. So whenever my clients, I just, I kind of treat them like a friend for real. You know what I'm saying? Like ask about, you know, how they doing and ask about kids and just really get personal with them. Not like in their business, but just develop a personal uh, client stylist relationship because that's really what most people want. Like Mm -hmm. they not going to tell you that, but that's what they want. Like when you... When the relationship with your hairstylist is, like, a personal, like, that feels good to them. Like, right. when you know their names and you remember they just went on a trip, <laughs> like, they like that type of stuff. So, right. um, yeah. It's like a barbershop. Yeah. I guess I, I, I didn't have, I never really thought about, you know, what a salon was like, mm-hmm. but that's how a barbershop is, you know. Guys know that. Yeah. yeah. Talk yeah. shit. Go to a barbershop. You know, they know your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you know oh, I mean? how was that trip you went on? It's yeah. Like, and they feel good, like, and for me, I'm not doing it intentionally, but I'm genuine, I'm asking to be genuine, like, because right. I remember the conversation we had, like, and you know, that they like that, so. How often do you get those, uh, like, you, times then where, where you do the whole family's hair? Uh, or like a husband and wife? Or yeah, I have, I've gotten right. husband and wife, um, or it'll be where... I'll start maybe the wife here and then the husband end up starting his or, mm-hmm. I, or you know, it'll be the opposite. Um, I have a, a few clients like that, actually, and their children also. Um, they'll end up coming to me, too, um, especially, like, in Atlanta. That's how it is as far as, like, working. Like, I'll do one person here to work at this job, and then next thing you know, like, oh, yeah, this lady, I seen this lady here. She said you do her hair. Mm-hmm. So she come and... That's really end up how I end up gaining like many more clients just by people seeing my work and going. Because that's the thing about women, like they see someone with their hair looking good, they gonna ask them and they won't. They want they that coming. person. Yeah, they coming like one hundred percent. Like that's I. I would say I gained a good amount of my clients from people just seeing my work, and that's something also that made me want to make sure I give one hundred percent on every head because mm-hmm. you never know who gonna see it. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's a that's a new client. How do you deal with unhappy customers? <sighs> unhappy customers, uh, 
I try not to let people leave with being unhappy, um, which I feel like I do a pretty good job at that. Um, Cause you can tell me, I feel like, especially as long as you're honest with me, like say if I do your hair, it's something you don't like. And that's another thing. Like whenever I finish, I'll say like, what you think? Mm-hmm. Even though it, I can be super excited about it, but I'm gonna still ask you like, what you think? Do you like it? You know what I'm saying? Because regardless, it's your hair. Like right. you're gonna have to walk out with it. Um, so if it's a situation where, you know, they don't like it or um, I fix it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't have a problem with that. Even if they leave, and and hit me up like hey i noticed like my part is off or something okay cool i gotta open it tomorrow like come back you know what i'm saying um unfortunately with some and it's very rare but you know with some you can't please everybody you know what i'm saying and that's something that i had to get comfortable with because it was a point in time where i tried to please everybody but you can't you it's just it's just not possible so but it's, it's very rare, though, that I just have ones that just leave unhappy and that's just it, you know? But I'm okay with it because I know I, as long as I know, like, I did my part, then I'm good. You know what I'm saying? It's only when I could have did more that it's like, okay, yeah, that was on me. But if I know I did what I could have done, like, everything I could have done, then, you know, it's what it is. How do you deal with, like, progression and, prog- progression and perfection? Progression and perfection? What you mean? Like... Some people may, you know, of course you want to perfect your craft, Mm -hmm. but you're not perfect. Yeah, for sure. You know, like one of my biggest things is like, I like to say, um, progression over perfection. Reason being is because you can fuck around and fall into a depression Mm -hmm. trying to chase after that. Yeah, because it's not going to be perfect like right away it's right. never gonna be like never yeah that's what one of the things i actually told one of my first uh uh students that i taught like because her biggest thing was like you're doing it so fast like i want to i'm like no like just learn the skill like as, when you got the skill when you master the skill the more you do it the better you're gonna become because even mm-hmm. myself i didn't start off like um twisting fast or you know i started off super slow but with time the more i did it that's you know the faster and the better i got like that's not something that comes right when you started and like you said you that's not something you should focus on like just focus on getting better at it and mm-hmm. it comes when it's supposed to you want with me twisting in the salon <laughs> you know what i'm saying for real <laughs> crazy i be thinking like dang i didn't even start out doing this what's, hey, oh go ahead oh what's one of the uh biggest misconceptions about the industry you're in uh, I would say that I think a lot of people jump into it think it's just easy. Like, oh, I can do hair. Like, it's, it's so much, you know what I'm saying, within it. I think also people think, I feel like people think two ways. Like, they even think it's, like, easy, it's a lot of money, and then it's, like, wait, I think those are the two things I was going to say. It's, like, easy. <laughs> wait, I don't know the third one. <laughs> It's like easy because they'll either be like, oh, I can do that. And this is like, no, like it's not that simple. And it's kind of offensive because it's like, I put some time into this. You know what I'm saying? Like, Blood, nothing, sweat, and tears in this Yeah, life. it's nothing I just like jump right into. Um, And then as far as like money, that really depends on you. You know what I'm saying? Because you have some hairstylists that may not make no money at all. And you mm. have some that will make tons. So I feel like that's it. People just thinking that it's just so simple it's, or it's just hair. Like even myself, I thought that. Right. When I first went to cosmetology, like, 
I thought we was just going to be learning how to do hair, but it's like we was learning about the skin and all these different skin disorders. And I'm like, what? Like science, like stuff we was doing in high school. But that's all incorporated into hair. Like, because you have to know that type of stuff. Everyone have a different type of skin. Skin is your scalp. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's, it's, it all ties in. Um, Along your journey, did, did you... Of course, you've been discouraged, but how did you deal with that? Um, I would say definitely when I worked at this call center. Oh, yeah, I worked at the call center, too. Mm-hmm. Um, when I worked, that was the last, like, hourly job I ever had. But um, when I worked there, that's when I knew, like, yep, I got to get back in the salon. Because it was, <laughs> it was just really tough um, working for someone and, like, not having control over, like, when I go to lunch, when I got to come back, getting paid every two weeks, like every day I would drive like, man, this is a scam. Like, I got to give you work for two weeks and then you got to pay me. Like, because you got to think like I'm coming from scam. being an entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm getting paid. You used to get paid every day and I'm getting paid every two weeks. Like, what? Oh, damn. So you went from doing hair at one point. Yeah. And then, time, I, and then you went and got yeah. a job. Oh God! Yeah, it See, was, that's the first. It right. was tough. That's the first for free gems because yeah. most people, you know, they come in and they be like, "Yeah, you know, I, I did the, the work thing. Or yeah, I never had never, it. Now never work out. time, right? But damn, that yeah. Because I thought, I mean, at the time, like, um, I was, I went through a breakup or whatever, so I'm like, okay, I'm at the grind. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, let me just. Let me see what this is like. So, and then I was, I had just moved to Atlanta um, for, when was this? Like, back in 2017. So, I mean, I'm still, like, gaining clientele. So, I'm getting clients, but, I mean, I need, I needed more at that time. So, I was like, okay, let me just do this. I did it for, I think, three months. Terrible. I will say I learned, like, good, like, customer service skills. But, for me, that was, that kind of make me go even harder because it's like okay nah like if you don't have it you gotta make up you need to run some specials you need to is it's always something you can do to uh to like to better you know what i'm saying like because when i did that i was just kind of not that wasn't that was me being unwilling to do what i needed to do to uh you know what I'm saying? Like, be where I need to be at that time. Right. You, you know had to go saying? through it. Yeah. Right. It's like I was trying to go around it, but it's like, nah, like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is not what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And being that I went through that experience, it's like, all right, bet. So, every day I was like on ND looking up salons, like, every day, because I'm like, I can't do this. Like, this. Almost like a reality check, too. Nah, for real. Right. Like, it really did. I'm like, like I said, like, getting paid. But it did, like I said, it did teach me things as well, but. It also taught me that this is not you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this mm-hmm. is not where where you're supposed to be. So, it definitely made me go even harder and be more focused and, like, driven when it came to, like, what I was doing. Um, As far as celebrities, you've done a couple of heads. <laughs> um, who was the first one and were you nervous? The first one, the first... What I did was TK, TK mm-hmm. Kravis. And um, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was nervous. It was crazy because I was working from home at the time. Um, and, like, he messaged me and was like, are you in Atlanta? But you know how, like, people be using celebrities' name for, like, their name? Mm-hmm. So I was like, is this really him? <laughs> so I had, like, when I clicked on it, I saw it was him. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but 
um like i did at his home but i once i was nervous i was just more so curious because i did it i just knew him from the um the one song he had with jacques mm -hmm. so i didn't like really know of him like i wasn't even following him at the time i just before i went i went and looked on his page i'm like okay girl that nigga reached out to her <laughs> yeah it was crazy um but yeah that was it was an experience we actually end up becoming like good friends too so that was one of the good things about it it was did you end up like who were some of the people that you ended up doing hair off of him um yeah i actually ended up doing his dj hair um and that's a good thing about him i will i can give him his credit for that like he definitely would refer people to me like i'll be doing his hair and he'll be like the people call me like, oh, who doing your hair? Like Tuesday, you know, you know, go, you hit her up. Like, you know, mm -hmm. she good, whatever. So yeah, most definitely, I will like, I will say that about him. He was definitely always like referring me to like his people, even like his own like family. So I've done his DJ hair. Um, who else hair did I do from him? I think maybe his brother. No, I never did his brother hair. I was supposed to, but that just didn't work out. Mm -hmm. But um, I want to say I did someone else. I can't remember. He oh he's like this. Um, he's a rapper from like Detroit, but he's like real, like uh, he's not like mainstream yet. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So him, yeah, most definitely like one of his friends. So it's just always like kind of connect. Like right. this person refer me. Oh, this person's he. Oh, then this this person refer me. So it's like it's like that. Like a is it uh like a one off <laughs> thing or like are these like repeating? Uh, yeah, clients. I definitely his D, him his DJ um, and the other guy I've done their hair like multiple times, right. yeah, multiple occasions. That's hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's hard. Yeah, I like, did his hair like a whole year and a little over a year. TK and his DJ, I kind of stopped doing the other guy here, but you know. But you still do TKs though. Um, I haven't recently, mm -hmm. just because when you the thing like with like celebrities like, um. Whenever they need you, it's kind of like right then, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, um, at that time, I was able to like accommodate, you know what I'm saying? And even with like other people that I've done, I was normally able to accommodate. But now that like I'm booked in advance, like a whole month in advance, it's kind of hard for me to just like drop everything and, you know right. what I'm saying, be assisted to them. So, if they like tell me like within like a decent amount of time, that I definitely can. But a lot of times they kind of need you like last minute because of whoever need them last minute you know what i'm saying so but right. it's like that's kind of hard for me to do right now how did chico bean come about chico um well you know well the guy that um the that owns the shop um that i work in lito he does he cuts hair for wild and out mm -hmm. so um yeah him um what's his name what's the other one uh emmanuel no uh, i mean i don't really watch wild and out like that one? no more what? I, his name is not coming up to me right Carlos. now. Carlos, yeah, Kim, Carlos, DC, like he. Cut. Oh, you talking about? Oh, yeah. I'm like, wow, you know you, who I'm talking about. Yeah, oh, I mean, you, but you said you wild and out. You just, I mean, they on wild now too. Out. But you, I thought you were talking about like the rest of the cast. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the main people like that you on go be with. South Shore. Yeah. 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 Okay, maybe I should have said 85. I'm, that, I'm, that I'm thinking hair. Dreads. Right. I'm like, what are you talking them about? Don't got, they got, like DC got hair, but his hair but like my mine. point was <laughs> my point was that they come to the shop all the time. So right. um, you know, he was growing out his hair during quarantine. So Lito had hit me up and was like, Chico wants you to braid his hair. Oh twist it. I was like, Chico, like, what you mean? He got mm -hmm. hair? But last time I remember seeing it, it was like little. So I'm like, 
So I was now that I will say I was nervous before I did that because mm-hmm. I was like, oh gosh, I'm finna have to like make some work. But when he came in, um, he already had previous twists in his ass. So I was like, okay, it can be twisted. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's how that came about. I did it that one time, and then he just ended up every time he was in town, he hit me up like, hey, I'm trying to trying to get the twist, and he actually ended up referring me to one of his, um, uh, the people that work with him with Wilding Out, one of his camera guys. He referred me to um him too. So. You know the like good good people for sure. And he shot out. Was he on Breakfast Club? Yeah, Breakfast right. Club. How was that? <laughs> it was crazy because I had um, my clients. It was like early in the morning. Like my clients was like, "Chico just shot at y'all on Breakfast Club," and I don't like really listen to the radio, so I I didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, "Huh? Like what?" And it was funny because I did his hair that same day, so um, people was telling me, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." So so I'm like going to the website trying to listen to it and I mean it's gone like I can't hear it so I'm like okay well maybe I'll you know hear it later um then when I came in he actually showed me like on his phone so I was like okay it felt good you know what I'm saying like just to you know hear my name you know be spoken and spoken you know highly of and I've never yeah and I've (laughs) never met any of those those other people on there so that was cool that's dope that he came back and showed you yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) like like it's one thing like yeah, nigga, I yeah, shot yeah. at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, when he showed me, I was like, oh, yeah, shoot. Yeah, it's the like, one day your friend come back and showed you. He came back and, yeah. Like, I, look, I look what I did. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. you about to get. <laughs> now, I'm going to need 10% now. <laughs> yeah, he, he good people, though. And it's, I like it because each time, like, you know what I'm saying, he would post a video, I would never know. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't a deal or anything we had. Like, this is something that he just chose to do like right. just because I'm for my own self like you know what I'm saying and most like celebrities they want tit for tat like oh you give me half off or and I do this but like him like nah like he paid me just straight up and shot me out on his own like that's not that's something he just did because of himself like you know what I'm saying right. like a lot of most celebrities you have to ask them or like I said you have to come up with some type of deal but with him it's just like nah like you make me look good I got you. Like, I'm going to look out for you. So, how, how often do people come to you, whether they're like rappers or artists or whoever, mm-hmm. that be trying to get them deals? Like, like you be like, nah, <laughs> nigga, I need that cash, nigga. Right. I'm not going to lie. In the beginning, I did. Um, I was open to, like, um, you know, doing uh, maybe like a, a cheaper price for a promo. Because, I mean, I'm new to it at the time. So, I'm right. like, you know, I'm excited or whatever, but your, your it's like, now, now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, nah, because I mean, um, when you have people that come in and that just uh, respect you and your craft and that don't ask for any like type of deals and stuff, it's like, when you look at the people that do, you like, wait a minute, like, nah, this not right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And y'all in the same position, if not that person being hired. So it's like, if this person can... Um, acknowledge, you know what I'm saying, my work and me as a, a hairstylist, then you can do the same thing. So it's like, nah. No, 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 you gotta pay me for real. Like, and I have clients regular, and that's another thing. Like, I have regular clients that come in and they pay me every month, like in tipping. So I got this person over here and you, celebrity, like, you know what I'm saying? You're not willing to pay me, and it's like, nah, it's not yeah. worth it. Yeah, get that's your really what it is. Yeah, <laughs> 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 not for real. It's like, you know, like why you being like that? You right. know what I'm saying? And that's a, the other the other thing about it is people 
you know, pick and choose what they want to spend their money on. Even, right. you know, regular clients, they'll come to me and try to be cheap with me, but then you go and spend, like, $500 on your weave or um, your, your lashes, your nails. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, this is your hair. Like, right. Right. you know, and you're going to get what you're paying for. So For sure. You know? Is it warranted to um, up your prices once you start getting these celebrity uh, clients? You say, is it what? Warranted to, like, up your prices, like... Can you use that? As, uh, like, I don't like to because I don't feel like, I don't know. I don't think that's right. You know what I'm saying? So um, what makes you go up? What up? Um, I would say my work. Um, Maybe if I like learn t- new techniques. Um, If I start using like different products. Um, Me relocating and being in a even more personal um space. Um... What else? What else? I would say things like that. I don't really go up because, like, my I gain certain type of clientele because, I don't know, because, yes, like, they're celebrities, but they're still people. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, so, sure. just because I did so-and-so here, it don't mean I get to charge you more. Like, if I'm charging you more, it's just because it's time for that. Like, that's something that rent go up every, every year. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, that's just a part of, like, the business, the market. But... I don't necessarily go up because of that, because I started doing like certain type of people here. Cause, right. I mean, they so they celebrities, but they like I said, they're yeah, still humans. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Is there anybody? Do you have like a a list that you wanna certain people that hair you wanna do? I used to, um, but now it's just like, yeah, I definitely have a totally different outlook. Um, like I said, especially because of what what is what it consists of you know what i'm saying a lot of like last minute um maybe being in an environment that i don't necessarily want to be in so it's like a lot of stuff to like consider so in the beginning i definitely felt like like man when i'm gonna do future hair or this person here it's like no i think i'm good <laughs> you know what i'm saying like just being around um like just different type of individuals and it's nothing to them but just my own personal yeah. um preference like you know what i'm saying so um not really i don't think so yeah. not when i think about it like off the top of my head i would assume there'd probably be a lot of a lot of drama with some of these celebrities too yeah it's just like i said it's a, a lot, lot. A lot, of, <laughs> lot of lot of lot of weirdos yeah, out there. Bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's just a lot of different different type of personalities and yeah. um like i said i guess just me now because i know the type of environment i want to be in i know things i want to be around i don't want to be around so I feel like anything outside of that, um, I'm gonna choose not to. You know what I'm saying? Like regardless of who it is. Like I'm, I don't care about money. I don't care how much you're trying to pay me. Like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> how did Fabulous Two come about? Fabulous Two, um, I want to say I call myself that. Like just being funny one time, and I remember like back when I had Twitter, I was like, yeah, I think that's gonna be like. My, my my stage name <laughs> because like you know most hairstylists be like styles by T or you know all these True. different stuff and then my name was always just Tuesday Martin and so um I'm like dang I need like a, a slogan or something um but when I called myself that I was like yeah I think this gonna be it cause Fabulous too like you get it like Fabulous too right, I'm Fabulous right. too but yeah. two T-U-E yeah right Corny. <laughs> 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 Don't do that. <laughs> I'm just <playing. laughs> So, yeah, 
That's how it came about. I thought it was cute. Nah, it, it's hard though. You know, Girl, it's like sure. deep that. Yeah. Nah, Sis man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fabulous too. See, you get it. Yo, 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 yo. See, you hating, bro. Yeah, oh. man. Yeah, I, I, I wear that. Yeah, everybody don't know when they see Fabulous too. They just think I'm just. Yeah, see, I'm, see, I was surface level with it. I was like, her name Tuesday. You know, Fabulous too, bitch. I'm fabulous too. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You hating, bro. I, I was. You know, it got always gotta be one. Yeah. Yeah. Big hater. Not even. She's on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Pop my shit real quick. <laughs> nah, but what what was it like getting your LLC? Mm. Ooh, first of all, it was expensive. So, so anybody that told me is one hundred, two hundred dollars, no. I literally spent like seven hundred dollars on it. But um, it felt good because it's honestly it's something that I um, like I wrote down, I prayed about, like because I mean I have like a whole like journal and list of things that I pray for daily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? So finally, when it happened, I'm like, thank God because it's like that's something that I definitely probably could have been God, but it's like I just kind of kept putting it off, or maybe it just wasn't time, honestly, for me to do that right then but it kind of makes sense because now that I did it now I'm got to go in the loft and I'm about to start hiring people so I feel like everything you know allowing is supposed to you know what I'm saying so um, but it felt good though because it's like now I'm actually like a business business oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like this legal like you know taxes and stuff involved now so it felt good though definitely. that's hard man because there's a lot of people that call themselves CEOs and call themselves business owners but you don't even have they, they ain't it's got that like, paperwork right yeah and it's so crazy because like before I did feel like you know I'm a business like I do here I get paid for this but it's like you're not I'm not gonna say you're not a business until you do that but it's like it kind of I guess you know legalize your right. business you know what I'm saying you can solidify you can write right. stuff off you know what I'm saying so it's like Doing that was just like another, you know what I'm saying, step up to to elevate my business. It's almost like saying going from being a hustler to being a businesswoman. Yeah, a business most man. definitely. Because right. before you, you can't really account for Mm-mm. your stuff. You just, which is now like, I mean, well, before I had the LLC, I'm just making money, making money, making money. And you can't really account for it. But when you have a business, you got a business bank account. Mm-hmm. So you have... All these different transactions that you can actually keep track of. So it's just like a whole nother, like you said, it's just more formal now versus before. You're not just a regular person that's doing hair. Like this is this is a business. This is a company. So Right. You um you got you have merch. <laughs> I do. What made you be a style what made you become like you're a stylist and mm-hmm. like what made you want to do that, go into that lane? Um Dang, when what made me want to do that? Cause I started doing that, I think last year. I don't know. I have a um, my girl, my right hand girl, Joy. You know Joy? Y'all probably know Joy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. So she does my shirts and stuff for me. Um, I don't know if it's something that her and I might have talked about, and then that's how I started doing it. Um. Or maybe like my mom or somebody. I don't know. I can't remember like who I actually necessarily talked to about it, but um, I feel like it was just something that ended up coming up in conversation. And right. then um, maybe somebody 
recommend it to me. Gosh, I feel bad now because like maybe I should remember them. <laughs> so I can let them <laughs> so I can let them know. It, it just really. came about. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you go tell them how we was talking about it. Like I really can't remember it right now. But you went on that show and you ain't Yeah, that. you ain't tell them, but you I don't shout me out. Right. But I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'll know like after they hear. But yeah, I feel like it's something that um, I might have talked you know, came up in conversation. Um it might have been with Joy. And then we just talked about putting it on the shirt. And then we talked about just doing different types. Basically, I think it was just something that will push my brand even mm. further. Like, because you walk around this, like, oh, what's that? Oh, this this Tuesday. You know, she do hair. You know, here's her business card, whatever. So I think that was just another thing for me to do that would... Push your brand. Yeah, right. for sure. So I think that's how it came about. I just can't remember who I was talking to. <laughs> for the listeners, what all do you sell? I know we said merch, but... Yeah, so I have T-shirts um, that has my logo on it with different colors, um, and I have bonnets now. I have Fabulous Two bonnets; they're so cute. And I have um, to come. I have. I'm gonna do like lock jewelry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just still trying to. I'm working with that, and um, eventually also my own product. I'm gonna go ahead and speak it. That's so I'll have my own product. Um, that's really my next, you know, my next big move that I'll probably uh, make sometime soon. But, um, yeah, right now it's just shirts and bonnets that I'm... Wear them to hats. Oh, I do have hats. Uh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get more of them. I probably should, I guess, because they did pretty good, though, when I did mm-hmm. have them. Maybe I should... <laughs> I actually no for I actually forgot about the hats. I'm like, yeah, what? Cause that's what why Jody got, got. Yeah, Jody got a hat, and I think some some of my other friends had hats too. Yeah, I'm just you know I'm just seeing what, but eventually I would like to have a full like products, right. shirts, maybe mm-hmm. hoodies. You know what I'm saying? Just a variety of clothing that pushes the brand. That's hard, man. Cause like that's another lane, another uh uh scream of income exactly right. and that's kind of the, the point too so it's like me you know making money without actually laboring yeah, so yeah. which Still is the angle yeah exactly put that in the front of the shop for real though <laughs> Get that. right there so, so, so would you come in <laughs> had on <Yeah>. the mannequins <laughs> <laughs> no for real like I plan to have like a little uh, what you call them the little racks with mm-hmm. your clothes on there Get you a shirt for you. One stop shops. Yeah, most definitely. And then I have it available online too. So that was another cool addition to my website. You can just go online, order it, have it shipped, or I guess when you come into your appointment. That's kind of how it's been working out now. They'll book, they'll um, buy it online, and then like when they come in their appointment, I can just give it to them that way. So how did your site come about? My site, um. And again, Joy is a, another person that she made my uh, website for me. Um, that came about me just needing something more, uh, I guess, professional because I always had my booking site, um, but with this my actual website, it allows people to know certain things before they book, and that's so important. Like if you go to my policy page, it's like a whole like, you know, paragraph, but it's it's things that you and that's what anybody, you know, it's certain things that you need to know before actually booking with this person. Right. So the website allows me to be descriptive um on that type of stuff and of course to tell about myself in the shop page which will be, you know, where the merch is. So 
Right. I know you, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say it just allows me to be more professional. Right. I know you said Joy. Is Joy your business partner? Joy is like my... I don't know what we should call Joy. She's Girl, my friend for sure. He said, "Yeah." <laughs> but yeah, yeah. She's she's not like she's a friend of mine. Like we're right. actually like cool. But she does, you know, she has her own business where she does like graphics and stuff. So, like I said, she's like my girl. Like, anytime I'm talking to him, like, yeah, I got to test my girl about my website. I got to test my girl about, like, mm-hmm. she's the, my go-to person when it comes to, like, she did my logo. Right. Um, she Which does my really shirts. Nice. Thank you. Yes. She does my shirts, everything. Um, and it's just because she, I've been with her, like, since the beginning of my logo, which I, like, launched that last year of January. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to stick with her. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, she, one, she's somebody I can trust. You know right. what I'm saying? And... She's good at what she what she do, you know what I'm saying? So it's like that's that's my girl, my my right. person. Shout out to Joy. For sure. How important <laughs> is it to have a team? It's so important. That's definitely one thing I can say I learned from um the owner, Lito, the one who works in the shop I work in now in Snellville. That's something he always told me, like, you know, I you can do it by yourself. But you can't do it by yourself. It's so much better when you have a team because it's like you can't do it all. Like it's so many different hats that you would have to wear if you try to do it all, such as me designing a logo, me getting the website, like all these different things. And it's like you can't be everywhere (laughs) at one time. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't provide services and uh, take consultations or I can't, you know what I'm saying, or answering questions and stuff like that. So that's another thing I just... Um, added to like I have a receptionist, a person that takes um, my consultations for me, so that I can just strictly just do the hair part, and she can consult with people because you know, especially she's knowledgeable on those things. So super, super duper important because it's like like I said, you can't do it all, like, right. and you don't know it all too. Another thing, like you don't know it all, like stuff within like taxes. I, I got somebody to do that, like all these different things because I'm not. I'm I'm here. Like I mean, I know business stuff, but it's like other things. Even with like what Joy does, Bree does. Like I'm not. That's not me. You know what I'm saying? Like right. so, I gotta get people that are more. Um, Damn near like fluid special. in those areas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm okay with that. Like knowing that nah, I need help. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like a lot of people try to give the credit all to themselves. It's like nah, I can't do this by myself. Like. I need help. <laughs> That's hard, man. Um, you you teach classes, man. You're you're an instructor. <laughs> how did those How did those come about? Um, I would say that's just another thing I always like prayed about. Um, just something that, again, will. I guess that just like kind of goes back to me just wanting to give back and one wanting me me to like give out like what I've learned over these like years so that's how that started um I'm actually gonna be doing it virtually now because I get so many people like from other places that like when you know when you have a class when you have a class but mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to like plan um like one-on-one when I'm like working so I'm like okay I think I'm gonna have to break go ahead and break down and I actually do it virtually so I'm gonna be doing that real soon um only but, fans? Huh? Only fans? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean y'all y'all laughing. Uh, nah. Y'all laughing, but I'm but I mean, I like Batman like Batman Kevo. He's a he's a he's a, a rapper. People but, do use it for like good purposes, but I think 
Nah. It definitely got a just, exactly. When you see OnlyFans, you're not thinking, oh, she's doing lock like you like, oh, Tuesday, showing her butt. <laughs> Absolutely not. I so mean, look, look, I'm just she, saying. I'm good on it. She like, nah, I think I'm gonna stick with Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> right, not for real. Like something that, because like I said, it's just, I think if OnlyFans, even when you say that just now, I think of a naked woman. Look, because, look, look, you damn near got offended. Yeah, like, automatically, because I'm like. What do you mean? But I do know people like have it yeah. to like you know promote like yeah. I guess inside stuff. But just the the what's the word the name right. like you said it got a negative connotation to yeah, it. Yeah, right. When you it said I thought just, you were trying to be funny. Oh, right. No. See, yeah. like nah, I was, I was, I was dead serious. Like, I didn't know if I should laugh or not. I was like, <laughs> nah, nah. That's nah, what I'm nah. saying. Like, nah. Man, I was going to explain it. I mean, her, her nigga, her nigga. Right. I'm not going. I'm, I'm not going to ever disrespect. I was trying to you read the room. Me. I was like, <laughs> no. It's like no. Babe, no. I was like, no. That was a listen. It was a great way to to get. Residual I, income. It is, but it's just so many. Nah, it's just because there's other things you know. that you know. Yeah. What I'm saying you can utilize. Because just you know the stuff that's tagged to it is just not a good look. Yeah, understandable. But, but yeah, I do plan to have like an actual, maybe like a link. That's something Joy and I was just talking about, like how I should do it. Um, so that's in the works. I plan to probably do actually get that going like real soon because I'm telling like so many people and I'm eager to teach people like the first girl I taught um the first woman I taught um she did so great and I just felt good to know like that I am able to teach you know what I'm saying and people can actually learn from what I'm teaching so that felt good too just to be doing that like other than me just doing here so right what does generational wealth mean to you generational wealth um I mean, basically, creating a, a legacy to leave for your for your children. Um, mm. I mean, cause you you you're doing it now, yeah. and and you don't like not even. I mean, just having a business, honestly, can not create. even necessarily like with with your kids. Like yeah. you just said, you you teach you just taught somebody how to uh, yeah, go sure. get the money. Yeah, for sure. Like wow. that's when. Just doing this show, and not not to cut you off, and, I, and I apologize, but like just doing this show, really like opened up like what generational wealth really is. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you could, yes, you could leave a gener like a, a a large amount of money, yeah, or a business to your kids and or whatever. But at the same time, generational wealth really, really, truly means like teaching. So mm -hmm. when you show when you have like an instruct uh, 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 a class and you're showing them how to do locks mm -hmm. you just taught a whole class how to fucking fish mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah for like, sure. nobody and then they can teach and then they can teach and then pass on and, and on together who, who sense. taught you and this Tuesday yeah. this I never looked at it like that YouTube, <laughs> and you just taught the whole millions of people mm -hmm. real shit yeah that's crazy yeah I actually never looked at it like that so that's hard. Bring that to my awareness. <laughs> That's hard. Now look, she about to go go really put the foot on the gas. <laughs> I gotta step it up. <laughs> For real. Uh, um. Oh, go ahead. How does it feel knowing that that you have that kind of influence on people? Um. I mean, it's a blessing for sure. Cause I mean, that's something again that I pray. I pray about everything. Cause you haven't noticed yet. And so, um, 
that's something I pray about to have a, a positive um, influence and to be able to lead people down the right path because you do have so many people that of that are of that high influence but they leaving people way off so mm-hmm. like for me to be someone that is aiming and trying my best to lead people you know down like a more righteous path um it feels good when did your spiritual journey start like when did it start when did it start um Definitely, like, when I moved here, of course, like, I've definitely always been a believer in God, mm-hmm. in Jesus Christ. Um, but with me being in Atlanta, like, well, me being just in a different environment, um, going through, like, a breakup and all these different, like, transitions within myself, um, you get to a point where, like, you don't have no other choice but to rely on this higher power. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't do it by myself. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So... I would say when I went through like certain um, like challenges, mm-hmm. I would say that really meant because that's what God will do. You know what I'm saying? He'll put you, especially if you're like far off. You know what I'm saying? He'll put you in a space where you can't do nothing but like call on Him. You know what I'm saying? So definitely me getting like being in those different situations like helped me to learn more and to uh, and to be more uh, spiritually aware. As far as your business, what what was the moment? What was the most challenging moment that you most had to rely on your like your spiritual your spirituality? Mm. That's a good question. Uh, most challenging moment, I would say like when I wasn't making like much money from it. Um. And also, I don't know. I feel like it's like, it's kind of like ongoing, I guess you can say. Because even now, like, I'm solely relying, like, on God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I can have all my my clients counsel all in one week. Then what? You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like that's something just ongoing. Like, I'm always just relying on him. Because I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had one time where um this was like some years ago i was kind of just like because when you know when you're an entrepreneur like you get money well when you're a hairstylist like you get money or a barber get money every day so you develop like this mindset like oh i'm gonna get it back so you spend like crazy and that's what i was doing at that time so i feel like god was really like humbling me um and i remember this one time like i need to pay my rent and oh my gosh <laughs> i literally had to come up with my rent in like a whole week and I was like, but that was, I had to pray. Like, I had to really rely on God because it's like, how how am I about to do this? You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like I said, I feel like that was a humbling experience for me. And that was God letting me know, like, yeah, I'm blessing you, but you you doing it wrong. Like, you using it, like, for the wrong purposes. So mm-hmm. I would say moments like that, um, and even, like, you know what I'm saying, today I've had clients to counsel, like, back to back. And I was just like, dang, but I never, like, worry or allow myself to worry like dang I'm gonna do this or that because that's me showing lack of faith so mm. yeah mm. what has been your greatest achievement thus far my and what achievement, achievement are you seeking my greatest achievement is definitely me changing my mindset like me not trying to do things my way but do things God way you know what I'm saying mm. like me you know, not 
making my own decisions. Like, literally, like I said, I, I pray about everything. Like, even the smallest stuff. Like, pray before I came here. So, it's like every little thing, you know what I'm saying? Just to make sure that I'm doing things aligned mm -hmm. to what he want for me and not myself. So, mm -hmm. That's hard, man. Um, so what's next for Tuesday? What's next? Um, well, I mean, you know, I just got approved. I mean, I just got my new salon law. So right now, I'm just kind of like celebrating that. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because right. that's something that's I learned. Congratulations. Thank yeah, you. Um, so I've now I'm just like planning for that um, and seeing like how I'm going to decorate. Um, that's pretty much it for now i mean i have like other things that i'm planning for but i'm i try not to move too fast you know what i'm saying like because this is something big like me getting this sal this salon loft because i'm gonna be able to make it my own like i said it's gonna be a more personable experience i'm gonna be in a whole new area mm -hmm. um so i'm just trying to like just kind of sit for now um get this start furnishing the um salon loft um still running the website and my virtual class, I guess you can say that will be like the next like thing for me is right. to launch that again. So the salon loft would that be your your permanent location? Um. Or will you still be going back to the shop back and forth? Nah, it'll be my like where I'll be based. Right. Um. Yeah, in uh, Kennesaw. Do you consider yourself a traveling um stylist? I used to because I did used to travel. I used to travel here. Um. At least like two times out of the month. Mm -hmm. um, but now I stopped doing that because I'm just like doing a lot of planning. Um, I like to also open up a salon here. Mm -hmm. So with me um, doing that, that's just me. That was part of the reason why I'm like stepping back so I can once again start to do things my way, like, well, out God's way. Out, you know what I'm saying? Like me, so I can create like my own atmosphere and how mm -hmm. I want to run things versus me being in somebody else's uh, shop. So, okay. yeah, right now I'm not really a traveling hairstylist, but I do want to get back into it because it was at one point I was going to, like, Dallas, um, Texas to do hair. Um, where else I would go? Oh, you was they getting just to Dallas. Getting Yeah, to that it. was so fun. So I that's, that was actually, like, my first um, goal I want to do is, like, have, like, three major, like, CDs that I travel to mm -hmm. and work, which I plan to maybe get back into that maybe once, like, my businesses that I want to start are like up and running. That way right. I can be away and go do other things, you know? Okay. Um who who how do you incorporate music within your craft? Uh or do you incorporate music in Like like while I'm working? While while you're working, you might be like what does music mean to Tuesday? I love music. Um, being that, like, I'm on, like, this new spiritual journey, I am, like, trying to cut out, like, certain music as mm -hmm. far as, like, all that shooting and, yeah. you know, doing this and that, which, that works for you. That's cool. Um, so <laughs> so <laughs> now I do a lot more, like, uh, listening to, like, videos. Um, what you laughing at? Inside. <laughs> Why? Cause y'all still listening to uh, shoot 'em up? Oh, the way it's. Like, you have my car. So I mean, I'm that's something that's still in the work, but I, I'm doing pretty good on it. And just listening to like, I'm trying to stay away from like just real like 
anything that's like sexual or um you know anything that'll that'll just take me off course you know what i'm saying but um that's actually something i thought about myself like what kind of music i'm gonna be playing now that i'll be in my own i thought about like instrumentals type stuff just mm-hmm. so i can create you know what i'm saying like a smooth a soothing uh, type of atmosphere. Well, I got some that's beat dope. tapes to, to send to you. Yes, that's, please do. That's dope. I feel like that'll be, you know what I'm saying? Because and you got to also think like not everyone has, like even if you put on something general, like maybe pop or R&B, but everybody still, that may not be, you know what I'm saying? Like their, their thing. So I don't know. I feel like you can't go wrong with the instrumental because there's no words. So, right. You know, and but, but it's still music. So I think that's something I'll probably look into like incorporate into it. That's that is hard. super dope, man. Um, we appreciate you for coming, man. Absolutely. This was really, really dope. I hope you um, enjoyed yourself. Yeah, I hope, did. Hope this you was nice. You it's know? so good to sit and talk. This is my first time doing something like this. Really? I mean, I did something like like on the computer, like where I like uh, answer like I, you know, like um, voyage. Yeah, I did that right. like back in it's so many years ago. So that was cool. That was like my first interview but that wasn't like like this face personal, to face yeah so this right. is my like first like yeah so this is cool like i was excited thank you thank you so, really appreciate it yeah man because this we, is nice what you're doing i appreciate so. it man i've been wanting you here for a break and finally right. got you yeah. yeah um how we like <laughs> to end the show did you have anything else? no go ahead how we like to end the show is um we asked all our guests what's your top five and since you're a hairstylist, who's your top five hairstylists? Top five hairstylists? Um, me, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. so bad. Look, because people be like, can you recommend, recommend me to someone else? I'm like, no, I don't know anybody else. But not in that way. Like, I know, like... I know Tuesday. Just, I know Wednesday. Well, listen, if, that, <laughs> if that's your if that's your top five, if, if you are in your top five, no, then cool. Like, because it's not like that. I promise. But I'm just. It is this one guy. He's really good. Um, he actually is one of the, one of the people that like I kind of learned how to get better with my star locks. His name is P Styles. Okay. People may be familiar with him, so I would say P Styles. Um. Who else? Dang, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say myself. Make it easier, just, sir. Right. Y'all, I'm really Ms. like thinking, I'm like. Miss Martin. <laughs> Family Tuesday. Because I don't really be like, like, I've limited my time on social media, so I'm not like just like scrolling. So it is this one lady. Okay, I don't know her name, but she is really good. Her name is, is like Locke. Be you something. I don't know. I can't think about it. Maybe I'll come <laughs> back later good. and be like, hey, girl, I was talking about you. I was talking about you when I said that. I can't think of her name because she's, like, located in, like, Texas or something. But, like, people in Atlanta, like, I don't I don't know. People in your shop will be like, you should have just shouted us out. Right. <laughs> My celeb styles, they know I love them. They're, they're great. Y'all say, but they're barbers. They're not hairstylists. I mean, either uh, or. Just who's, who's Don't say that because now y'all got me looking bad because you said hair Okay, hairstylists. 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 See? Well, barbers are hairstylists, right? No. I, that's what I, they're, no, they're not. They're barbers. They don't. I mean, they cut hair. They're styling hair. 
They're not styling the hair, they're cutting they're the hair. They're cutting hair. Right. They're cutting right. hair. <laughs> right. I tried to weave that yeah. one. Right. Yeah. They're styling yeah. it. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, like, sometimes I'll just be like, <laughs> 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 you weave it, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, that one girl, um, Jaw Locks. Have you ever heard of her? She's good. That's three. See, you in there. You, in there. you, you need two more. You. <laughs> now you got one. <laughs> I'm not going to say myself. Um, Joy is good, too. She actually lives here. Joy is good. Okay. That's Joy. four. Oh, snap. Okay. Um, I don't know. Let me, yeah. I'm, I, I can't say myself. That's so bad. Well, how? How's that bad? I don't know. I'm just... Look, you already said you identified yourself worth. Right, right. <laughs> I have, but so I would... identify yourself as I would the never, <laughs> That just made me cringe. I would never be like, yeah, me. Like, mm. You think that's arrogant? Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a humble person. I'd rather somebody else tell me. You know what I'm saying? I like, nah, you. girl, that's you. Like, okay, I'll take that, but... All right, girl, that's be, you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Will manage with the three. <laughs> right. Pulling up from so. deep. I'm trying to tell you, man. But like I said before, man, this was you know a great time, and we appreciate it you was. for coming. Yeah, um, and this concludes this episode. Thank you, guys. Of free gems. You're welcome. We clap. Woo! Oh, let's clap it up. Let's clap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free Jams Network.